excited. Good, nice, great young team. Um, and word to everybody, don't go 0 for 6. So they're going to trade your ass. All right, there we had a good old Channing Frye introduction uh, to the wildness that was the NBA trade deadline today. This is the benefit of the doubt. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Logan. We got our other two hosts up in Knoxville. Uh, got introduce yourselves, guys. My name is Luke. <laughs> wow, that that is not a strong introduction. Our, our, our audience always already thinks they can't trust you. All right, strong introduction, guys. Five nine one seventy out of Germantown, Tennessee. Luke Isaac. There you go. There we go. There you go. That's a fire introduction. And when we have a third mystery host who you guys will hear interspersed, he likes to remain nameless. He was just giving us a five minute audio tour right just now of uh, how terrible we sound. So uh, he, he, the, the nameless Munnan over in Knoxville as well. Uh, so today, what we've got for you, we've got uh, the NBA trade deadline. We're not going to beat a dead horse, though. There are people with a lot smarter knowledge of this that uh have a lot more takes than us we have elon musk and his rocket launch uh are the raptors for real the greek freak does it again more injuries on the front a new dark horse dunk contest winner um and then some super bowl recap Let's just talk. Let's just get right to it. The most important trade of this trade deadline: James Ennis traded <laughs> from the Memphis Grizzlies for uh, Bryce, Bryce Johnson and a Bryce Johnson, averaging a cool two point nine points per game. Played a total of nine games in two seasons. <laughs> uh, I can't say he's the quality player that we expected to get back, but we did get a good second round draft pick from Detroit. So. Now we really need Blake Griffin to sustain another horrible knee injury and for the Pistons to do terribly. Yeah, and uh, I personally have never seen Bryce Johnson play, but I did watch some highlight tapes from him in the Summer League, and he honestly looked pretty good. So I'm not excited, but I'm not not excited. Coming into the ninth grade, he was the number one ranked player in his class. You guys are reaching information. You guys have to reach far back if that's that's what we're pulling at. I mean, summer league in ninth grade, a lot of good people. I mean, LeBron was also the number one player in his ninth grade class. Can't make these Le- stats up. <laughs> but what about the surprise of the deadline? The one surefire trade everyone said was Tyreek Evans. Yet, there he is still in Memphis. I do not understand. Someone explain it to me. I think if Tyreek leaves this summer which he probably will unless the Memphis front office knows something we don't, I think uh, we have to fire Chris Wallace because That's we it's a lose-lose situation. Tyreek is in a contract year. He wants to win. He wants to play well. But we can't have him play well. The tank has to roll on. And so we're in a bit of a conundrum right now. And if he leaves this summer, which he probably will, then there's no reason he shouldn't have been dealt. I mean, that is a flawless take by you, except for the fact that you said 
Chris Wallace's job status is dependent on Tyreek Evans. It is not. He <laughs> should be fired anyway. I don't care if you yeah. re-sign him, you trade him, you do whatever. He should be fired. He's terrible. I, that man should have been fired a long time ago. But So I was listening to The Jump today, uh, and Amin Hassan or El Hassan, however you want to say it, and Brian Windhorst were talking about the suppression of, uh, of how Lou Williams suppressed the market a little bit and kind of like hurt our our chances of getting a first round draft pick from Tyreek Evans so that was unfortunate and I, I don't know I'm kind of okay with holding out for the first round pick till the end yeah I mean I understand why he did it but I also think that you got to make a move if you know you're gonna lose him but maybe they know something we don't so maybe we should wait when has if... Chris Wallace known something <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good point you he's been riding his whole career off of supposedly picking Conley up because he saw the potential. But. He also dealt for Mark Gasol in what looked like an idiot trade, but worked out. He really has gotten lucky a couple times. <laughs> I think the major takeaway sh- uh, from this okay, trade okay. deadline is that Woj, even though he went from Yahoo to ESPN, is still the number one newsbreaker in sports. I don't know, man. Shams is okay. right on his heels. He, he destroyed Shams today. Shams is right on his heels. Shams heel. got destroyed. One though. day out of 365 doesn't make you a champion. It's the biggest day. I understand. I understand. I, I think Woj still reigns supreme, and I think everyone wanted to see him. But summer free agency, Shams kind of bodied him this summer. Not going to lie. He was up on everything. I mean, Woj established his dominance today, I think. Uh, hot hot a... take. Hot take. Woj is the most overrated analyst slash newsbreaker in the business. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> My God. But, but he's the best. I don't know. I'm telling no, you, Shams okay. is right on him. Shams? He... No, he's over. He's overrated too. <laughs> the only thing Shams broke today was the Sheldon Mack trade. You know Shams broke Paul George though. On today, today. It's bigger than anything that would happen today. So, I mean, Sheldon okay, so Mack. I just now figured out he was different from Shelvin Mack. I'm still not sure if he's different from Shelvin. Okay, are they really different? Are they just like interchangeably terrible players? I mean, no one's really sure. It's out there. Well, if you're not sure, I think that's all the answer that you need. <laughs> I mean, I, but I'm but okay, so 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 Waj. I mean, a wash bomb, all that. Like, who can't wait 10 minutes to find out the news? I would rather have, like, in-depth reporting, it's, you know? It's the principle of it, though. <laughs> it's who gets there first. That's what we care about. But why? Like, I guess this is a personal preference. Like, for me, it's just, like, if your greatest greatest achievement is getting there first, but you're a terrible journalist otherwise, I mean, I'll eventually find out that information. I want something that I can't find out from journalists. You sound like a level-headed sports fan, but Woj appeal- appeals to the hotheads who want the news, and they want it now. And Woj is the best at doing that. Shams we- cannot. He's he's just too far below him right now. Below him? Shams is right there. Have you not seen the memes of Shams dunking on Woj? They, they switched him today, though. Now it's Woj dunking on Shams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of dunking on, let us, let us just... Let's, Pray like a let's have a funeral for that man that Giannis jumped over earlier this week. Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't know. I, hey, he got be, he got I, injured I, later in that game, didn't he? 
But what do you want Tim Hardaway to do? If he jumps, he didn't jump. You know the phrase is always, don't jump, don't jump. I mean, he didn't jump. Didn't and dude jump. dumped over him. He jumped completely over his 6'6 six, six body. So I don't, I'm not sure no. what you want the man to do. Did, did you hear how disrespectful Giannis was in the post game? No, what did he say? They asked him, of course, justifiably. Like the first question was, Giannis, you know what? Tell us about that alley oop. He's like, you know, honestly, I didn't even see him. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. He's six six. That man took three steps once he crossed half line. He jumped from like uh, the third third marker up from the lane over and still cleared him and caught a terrible thrown alley oop too. That was one of the most incredible yeah, things it was I've ever shitty. seen. Remind me of like a young LeBron type deal. But taller oh, the, and more athletic. Is the only other time that's been done in game Vince Carter over that Frenchman? LeBron jumped over uh, the yeah. dude from the Bulls. And he when the Heatles. Yeah, he wasn't six six though. Yeah. Yeah, but Vince Carter that that's what it reminded me of too. But like, it didn't even look like it took Giannis any effort. It just looked like it was just another day in the yeah, office. That's the thing. It was casual as hell. You just like kind of limped and jumped over him. It is what it yeah. is. It's another day. Yeah, but speaking of dunks, so now that uh, Aaron Gordon is injured, you're both of your picks for the new NBA, NBA dunk champion. I am picking Donovan Mitchell right here, right now, to win the dunk dunk competition. I'm sticking with Oladipo. I'm going to keep Dennis Smith. <laughs> Matt, have you seen some of the dunks Donovan's thrown down this year? I will ask you this, Logan. Does he have a 50-inch vertical? Because Dennis Smith Jr. has 50 inches of vert. I don't know how, how much vert Donovan Mitchell has. I'd have to look that up, and I'm too lazy right now to do that. But uh, With our uh, with our prediction history, Larry Nance will probably win. So No, no. Our prediction history in the NBA is pretty strong. Right, we're pretty good at That's NBA true. predictions. It's everything else we cannot predict at all. But uh, speaking of predictions... Isaiah, so I'm currently watching the Wizards and the Celtics game on TNT. I don't know if that's good to be watching the game during the pod, but uh, sounds like a pretty bad game. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be watching that. The oh, very no first, pod. yeah, the very first play of the game, they turned it over. So it was a horrible. He just caught the ball in the 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 wing, and he just threw it through his legs. I can't remember which Wizards player it was. One of their no name garbage <laughs> players, and I'm like, oh man, what am I watching? So it's pretty easy to focus on this. But anyways. Uh, that reminds me, uh, so, gosh, man, I just lost my train of thought entirely. That was bad. You guys gotta cut this. Uh, you gotta stop saying cut it. We'd probably cut it if you said don't cut it. You know, you know that song, Cut It? I can't remember if that's actually what he said. It's a pretty terrible song. Yeah, we should, we, we, we. the OT Genesis fan? You didn't (laughs) like the Toko? Genesis is terrible. (laughs) That is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. But anyways, anyway, every time I say cut it and you don't, you should intersperse that song into our pod. I feel like we're going to get copyrighted. Yeah, if copyrights weren't a thing. Man, why does the world need to be copyrighted? I'm telling you, it's art. We should be able to use it. I think it was uh, J. Cole on his outro track. He was like, uh, if you make the art you put into the world, I should be able to use it. Wait, so, so how does, does, so, how does, so does how does, that mean we can use J. Cole's art? I don't think that's what hmm. that means. You bring up a good point. Probably not, legally. Yeah, yeah. see, J. Cole doesn't control his own music, so if if he did, maybe. Wait, so how does it work? So, like, 
Say, all right, so if OT says cut it and we use his voice, you know, that's a fine. If I say cut it and then you just implement it and then we put the beat over it, <laughs> there's some random beat that happens to sound like cut it as very close to it. It's I'll be honest. Illegal. That man is probably so bad, you'll get royalty checks because it'll sound better. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why y'all are shitting on OT. He's not supposed to sound good. He's just supposed to be live. He's OT not that either. Legal squad will be at our door in a in a couple of weeks. I don't think that man sends legal squads. <laughs> yeah, I doubt he has a legal squad for copyright. But for Coco. no, <laughs> just for Coco. So let's uh throw throw a shout out. So I remember what I was gonna say. To Watching OT the Celtics. Shouts out I, OT Genesis. Is yeah. it Genesis? No, 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 no. I always say Genesis. I'm pretty sure it's Genesis. There's an that, A though. That definitely needs to get cut. We do not need to shout out that man. <laughs> See, now we have to keep... I don't think you get it. He doesn't understand. This is the third time he's made the mistake <laughs> in the same pot. None of it will be cut. Hey, you never know. I, I'll dream. But anyways, uh, Isaiah Thomas. Over to the Lakers. They don't play the Celtics again this year. That man is never going to get his tribute video. Damn, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Is uh is Lonzo still starting? No, nah, he he's got his hurt knee. The the uh, Rob Palinka did come out and say that Lonzo is unequivocally their starter. Um, I think what they're gonna do, I think they might buy out Isaiah. To be quite honest. Oh, that's a lot of money. No, it's not. No, he's not, not yet. He hasn't ate the big deal yet. He he hasn't gotten the Brinks truck backed up yet. You know. Do you guys think he's gonna get it? I mean, he's not. Would you he's not gonna Isaiah get shit. Now? He is not going to get shit. Yeah, it's anymore. a fucked up situation. Signed, honestly. Because last year, he would have got that 30 mil a year. And yeah. now, it's just... It is soured. But I do think that if I were him, I'd want to play on the Lakers. You're on a super bad team. You can jack up your shots. They lost Clarkson. I'll try to pad my stats, make people think you know I'm the same guy. Try to maybe get like a one-year 20 and prove myself again. Because right no. now... I don't know what that man would get on the open market, but it's not If good. he wasn't a cancer in the locker room, maybe people would pay him. But Everyone on the Cavs is a cancer in the locker room. <laughs> That's not true. Who it's is not one? as blatant yeah. as... There, there's no one in the Cavs locker room anymore. <laughs> I was wondering, before all these trades clear, who are they playing? Do we have a game where no, the trades for, don't clear? They're all for two days. Oh, that's so lucky. Yep. Because they would have had to start LeBron and LeBron. Yeah, they lost. They LeBron lost. Jr. The only two. Oh, TT still there, I guess. Well, hey, wait! Don't worth. don't forget about Cedric Osman, man. Honestly, he's the second best player on the Cavs with K Love hurt, and I am being legitimately serious. Dude, I can he, see that. His defensive effort. He's like a little mini Della Vadova in there, and I hate both of them. So. You hate Osman? Well, if he's Della Vadova-ish, yes. He can and shoot he has, too. Osman, Osman has that Delavadova potential, and I just don't, don't like it. Maybe you're racist. Maybe Osman so. Osman Australian? Nah. No. <laughs> He's Euro. You know what's crazy? Delavadova is probably going to have a richer contract, you know, uh, what, with what he got with the Bucks than Isaiah will ever see. Yeah, it's probably true. Speaking of rich contracts, Jimmy Garoppolo, highest paid player in the NFL. Good move. Hell yeah, you're the Niners, you ain't got an option. I thought it was a pretty good move too. That's I don't know. a lot of I, money though. I don't think it's a good it. move. 
It's it's never a good move to lock up players like that. I mean, he's had an injury history and he's barely played. I mean, if he's the guy, good move. They obviously think he's the guy. So I'm never yeah. gonna criticize somebody for thinking their quarter unless you're like Alex Smith is my guy. But then I'll criticize you. But Alex Smith is a great quarterback. How that worked but... out in the playoffs against the Titans? Hey. Hey, the Titans are good. Don't don't, oh, don't stop go hating them. The Titans are not good at all. Alex like, Smith's who? team crumbled around him. It's no, not, it's Alex not Smith had the fault. ball in his hands with a chance to win the game against the Tennessee Titans. Good quarterbacks win the game. He did not. Hey, when they when they come up against that stalwart defense, there's nothing <laughs> they can do. Right. Don't don't go hating on the Titans. At least one player on the Titans defense. Hey, good for you. Nobody else can. They have a pro bowler nobody knew was on their team. Imagine that. Jarrell Casey? Imagine that. I don't think it was their safety. Yeah, the only player I know on their defense is Logan Ryan. No, so. dude, they're... It doesn't okay, matter. Okay, we're <laughs> literally naming all these players on their defense after Luke said no one could name any. <laughs> really? You're, you're, you limp in with Logan Ryan and we're counting that as all these players? I'm not saying they're elite, but... They were in the they're, top half of the league in defense. Yeah, uh, they're not, defense not elite. Neither of you think the Titans are good. There's no way Luke, you do. No Luke, who do, you, who, who do you support? The San Diego Chargers. Who made it into the playoffs and who didn't? They had the same record, Logan, and we all know LA is no, not no, 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 no. They the didn't Titans. even make it in their city. Literally, yeah, exactly. The Titans are worse than the Chargers at every position measurable. I cannot name one that they are better than the Met. Making the playoffs. Right. Okay. Their quarterback threw more interceptions than touchdowns in an NFL season. You said they def- about that. They definitely have better running backs. Derrick Henry Who is definitely... Does? The Titans, I man. I don't know if I can agree oh with that Oh, my God. <laughs> Melvin Gordon would be the best running Melvin back on Gordon the Titans. Melvin Gordon is a horse. Yeah, but Derrick Henry, man, that man's a beast. Uh, that, that's fine. He was a backup running back all year, but that's cool. I mean, he's a backup running back that out like he outdid the person in front of him. The person in front of him is not very good anymore. Fell off a I mean, cliff that, this year. That's true. He hit that running back cliff. But anyway, yeah, it's real. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the San Diego man. They're a guard. They can't even fill their stadium with anyone. We can't fill the L.A. stadium. We filled the hell out of San Diego. Qualcomm. Yeah, that's true, but then you guys left like dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you guys are no fans anymore. That is accurate. I am, it's <laughs> just me and all of uh, Phillip Rivers' 86 kids. So what did, what did you guys think of the Super Bowl? It was a great Super Bowl. I well, it's definitely one of the best I've seen. I think America wins when the Pats lose. The Malcolm Butler situation is fucked up. I don't know yeah. what that is. Pretty funny, though. I don't... It's hilarious. I don't. I don't see the. Humor. I don't know. I feel so bad for Malcolm Butler. Yeah, I don't get it. Something else happened there. We'll find out one of these days. I mean, you've seen the reports, right? Where they said he was at a Rick Ross concert and broke. So it was curfew. like the perfect storm of uh, events that led to him getting benched or something. He was sick one day, then the next day he broke curfew, and then he had a terrible practice the day after that. And then Belichick was just like, "We're not gonna play you." I guess. Huh. I mean, I mean that's that's ridiculous. Okay, Alshon Jeffrey, did you that first touchdown the Eagles scored? That was one of the most unbelievable catches I've ever seen. Alshon put the team on his back in the first half. Then Gilmore kind of got in his shit in the second half. Yeah, Gilmore yeah. should have been on him the whole game, but hindsight, I guess. Yeah, but 
I don't know, like, uh, so not the last uh, touchdown the Eagles scored, but the one before that, that was an incomplete pass. Definitely a touchdown. Logan. <laughs> so, okay, so you saw him catch the ball and bobble it with his, uh, with his left foot down, all right? And then he took the other step, and I'm like, oh, okay, he secured it. But then if you look at the other camera angle, he bobbles it again as he goes to the ground, and his left foot is then out of bounds. It was an incomplete pass. I saw him catch the ball, turn towards the goal line, cross it over, and then the ball hits the ground. As oh, no, 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 the one before that. about Clement. That was a touchdown, the too. Corey Clement. Yeah, Corey that was not a... Yeah, that was not a touchdown. Real time, did you think it was a touchdown? I always like to judge it real time. At real time, I thought touchdown. I don't think the bo- I think the bobble was exaggerated a little bit by the commentators, because the commentators were like, "Yeah, this is gonna get overturned. There's no way this is a touchdown." Oh, uh, see, I wasn't paying. I didn't listen to as much of the commentators. <laughs> I was kind of eating. So, um, no, I don't know. I, see, I thought it was a touchdown as well at first, and then I just saw this different camera angle. There's just too much shifting when he tried to tuck it as he went to the ground. I think and it's I also think... enhanced in slow-mo. Like, you notice bobbles way more. That is true. That's why I'm telling you. you got to look at it in real time. Oh, man. Big man Greg Monroe for the Celtics has made it into the game. <laughs> That's, I mean, Cleveland in five. Cleveland in four. <laughs> that Bucks is a sweet. Honestly? All right. Who do you guys think... Let's say Cleveland continues to be a dumpster fire. Who do you guys have out of the East? I'm generally Ra- Raptors. Oh my god. Bucks Nation. Honestly, I think oh. the Bucks could do it. I don't think the Bucks are good. Let me start by saying that. But nobody else is good either. I legit could see the Bucks, the Heat, the Celtics, the Sixers all coming out of the East if the Cavs fall apart. Wait, no nowhere on that list I heard the Raptors. No, you didn't hear the Raptors cuz Kyle Lowry is a choke artist. Yep. Yeah, oh man. Okay, Kyle, Kyle Lowry is a choke artist. Don't get me wrong. But but DeRozan has really put in some work lately. Okay, if he develops into Kevin Durant, then yeah, we can have the conversation. There's hey, no amount he, of work you can put in to compensate for Kyle Lowry's inadequacy. It's hey, really sad because Kyle Lowry is having one of the best seasons I've ever seen him have. He's <laughs> playing super well, but it'll just disappear in four <laughs> two months. That is true. May will come around and he'll forget how to play basketball, shoot 10% from three like he does every <laughs> playoff. Then he'll do the little thing. Do you remember when he was uh, doing the little thing where he shoots around, he puts his hood on, he goes on the main <laughs> floor so that everybody can see, hey, I care a lot about how poorly I'm playing. I'm going to get these shots up. And then he'll come out and continue to be ass. So I guess that doesn't change anything. But I don't know. I think the Bucks. This I know you're high on the Bucks, but this could be the year. I definitely think the Bucks are good this year. Uh, I know you don't think the Bucks are good, but wait, I who's you? Who's you? Luke. I don't. <laughs> Luke thinks the Bucks are bad. <laughs> They're not good. I think the Luke, Bucks Luke, will pull Luke, together. Did that, did that test wreck you? Because the, these Bucks, you best watch out. Since they fired Jason Kidd, these Bucks are on fire. Talk about a winning streak, okay? I think they're like 7-1 and one since they fired Kid. That's all they needed was to get rid of the fat. Giannis Attentacumpo can pull in a 2008 LeBron or 2009 LeBron Cavs season. Doesn't matter who's around him. He'll drag him to the finals. Let me just start by saying, before I get into how bad the books are, let me start by saying 
The East is so bad, the terrible Bucks could wind up winning it. Like, it is that poor. The reason I say that the Bucks are not good is because you used the LeBron example. GA isn't there yet. He's not LeBron, right? So maybe in three years, he can drag this roster there. But as long as Malcolm Brogdon is hurt, and Delavadova is only shooting 32% from the three, and Jabari Parker makes them worse when he's on the floor, then I just don't see it. And I don't know what you guys are looking at other than the Greek Freak. You need more than just one player now. It doesn't work like that anymore. So Chris Middleton's been playing well recently. I'll give Jabari you needs to get his feet under him. I think Jabari will be good. By playoff yeah, time? Yes, to to be fair, time. to be fair, we said the same thing about Isaiah. Now look where he's at. Isaiah Thomas, the Lakers uh, point guard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I never said he had to get his legs under him. That was the widely said thing. I don't know. I thought he was trash last year, too, so that was just me. We just need to accept the fact that Brad Stevens is a puppet master and these dudes are not good. Marcus Smart, you're not good. Jay Crowder, you're not good. Isaiah Thomas, you're not good. Al Horford, you sure as hell aren't good. They're not good. Al, Al Horford is good. good. on the team and Tatum. Al Horford, Horford is good. good. No, he's not Logan. Let's be real. You, man, you guys need to stop it with this Al Horford hate, man. I'm you need saying, to watch. You if need he to is watch your him. center. You're gonna get nuked every night by better centers. It's the way it works. You, you need to watch him play and see what he does, man. His defensive rotations, his little, his like hockey assists. His screens, like, man, this he's a quality player. You know what I hope, Logan? I hope that the 76ers get this 8 seed so Joel Embiid can murk him for about six or seven games. Name me one center other than uh, Boogie Cousins that Joel Embiid is not going to murk. I'll give you that, but I can name you a lot more centers that will murk my, what's Al Horford. Name another. Drummond. Will completely destroy him. Oh, man, I... I knew you were going to go Drummond. The second leading... Hassan Whitehotside ain't going to do shit. Wow. He would literally neutralize everything Al Horford is. Bam Adebayo. Okay, there you go. You can get me with that one. Hassan Whitehotside is a stat chaser who looks good on paper, but the defense usually actually suffers with him on the court. John Henson. Oh, bullshit. Get the hell out of here. Don Maker. Get the hell out of here. And mocker. Jonas Valanciunas. That's a man I wouldn't want to fight in a bar, but no. <laughs> Do you just want to go east or can <laughs> I give you Steven Adams, Mark Gasol, etc.? You know what's crazy? I'd be okay fighting Al Horford in a bar. I'll smack the shit out of that <laughs> man. <laughs> no, okay, dude, let's just, while we're on this, Steven Adams, that man, he is a beast. He is. He just moves other centers, like... Did you know that he like uh, so he did jujitsu when he was young, and so that's what he uses when he boxes out and everything for body positioning and moving people. Yeah, he's everything Al Horford isn't. Yeah. Good. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, I I can't win with well you guys. Played. <laughs> well played. That I'm giving up on this. All I'm gonna say is Al Horford is better than you guys are giving him credit for. Nope. Not really. Yeah. He is a C-minus player. And if you have him on your team, you'll get in the playoffs, and some other centers will take your shit. It's why the Hawks never won anything. They, they're they also the Hawks, so that, that kind of hurt went against him, too. He also got murked by Chris Bosh every year when the Heat were there. Chris Bosh is a great player. He's um, a Hall of Fame player. Then he got murked by Kevin Love the last two, three years, so... 
a great player. That's fine. I just I'm I'm gonna keep saying I'll keep coming up with different examples as to why Al Horford is the reason you can't win if he's your center. They should start know. a who's the white kid with the like the fade and the bun. Uh, shoot, I can't remember his name. I know who you're talking about. Baines, the expert. Baines, yeah, yeah, Aaron yeah, yeah. Baines. You gotta start Aaron Baines. It's the only way he in is the playoffs. Huge. That's a big dog. <laughs> that is a big dog. You guys are just. I am not here for this Al Horford hate. I mean, I'm not here for this. We got we've got we've got one non-family listener right now. Shout out Don John Doris. He's a Hawks fan, so I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Al Horford if only for this guy. He probably hates Al yeah, Horford. I don't know. Do Hawks fans still like Al Horford? Is that a thing? Did they I have no I have no idea. I gotta be honest. I don't keep up with a lot of Hawks news because the Hawks are boring. I always thought they were just super salty at Al Horford and Paul Millsap for leaving them to dry and Kyle Corbett. Yeah, maybe. But okay, back to this NBA trade deadline. So there are a lot of takes that'll be uh, covered. But so I went from today, like my reactions were I thought Kobe Altman was a horrible GM to Kobe Altman like is a freaking alchemist. How do you get rid of these contracts? How in the man. how in the world are you able to trade Derrick Rose of all people? Yeah, he is, I thought he was untradeable. I mean, he's going to get bought out, but it's pretty impressive that they unloaded the contract first. Yeah, he goes from untradeable to wanting to be bought out to back to the Timberwolves. I couldn't believe they turned Isaiah into a actual asset like Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance are decent players. The fact that you've given the Lakers an Isaiah Thomas who has been nothing but negative this entire year, and you get back two good players, I thought that was genius. Yeah, but it's sad that they like the Cavs had to actually give up a draft pick just to unload a former 29-point-per-game MVP race voting like player. That's insane. I mean, you can look at it that way, but a lot of people are looking at it as you traded Kyrie and it looked bad initially. Because this whole year Kyrie's been going off, and you get Isaiah Thomas who sucks, Jay Crowder who sucks, but you just unloaded those dudes for some decent talent. So, looking back on it, if you can say I traded Kyrie for the Brooklyn Nets pick, Rodney Hood, Larry Nance, and Jordan Clarkson, not terrible. I mean, you're not ever going to get value for a star, but that's all right. Yeah, I'm a lot better with that than what they got, but. Oh, hell yeah. Danny Ainge is really a wizard. <laughs> It all comes back to Aaron. <laughs> he is a he's a snake, but he is a wizard. He's good at what he does. Yeah, I'm happy that Wade. Like I'm, I'm sad that Wade is uh, splitting from LeBron because I like seeing him play together. But I'm happy he's going back to Miami. Apparently he, apparently the Cavs office contacted him because they said he'd be playing a reduced role, and he's like, okay, yeah, you can trade me for this. I mean, it was a garbage trade for them. They got like a heavily protected second rounder, but it'll be cool to see. Wade back in Miami. I mean, and Miami will probably make the playoffs, so we'll get playoff Wade in South Beach. Always nice. Do you think him and Pat Riley are going to be cool again? That is a great question. (laughs) They hate each other. Pat Riley legitimately fucked him the last time he was there. No, I think they're cool. I think they're cool again. You know he fucked them out of $20 million. Then he swindled the Bulls Bulls for it, so, you know. Yeah, Wade got his money. He got his money, but... (laughs) I'm just saying, if I if you're Dwayne Wade, you are Mr. Miami. So I mean, yeah, but fuck I mean, like that, it couldn't feel great. Pat Pat Riley hasn't done it for any many players, but he came out and said he was wrong with how he handled the Wade situation, and that's Pat freaking Riley who doesn't do it for anyone, you know. 
I mean, if Hitler comes out and says he was wrong about World War II, I don't really care. All right. Well, <laughs> that escalated quickly. I mean, you took it there. I no, I think I think you took it there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> but, uh, I'm just saying, I take no value in you doing things right and then you are wrong, completely wrong. And then in the moment, everybody says it's wrong. And then you come back out and say, you know what? I was wrong. You don't get credit for that. We already knew you were wrong. Thank the you for first telling step, us the shit we already knew. The first step of solving a problem is admitting you have the problem. So, you know, step one, complete. I yeah, uh, don't know what step two is. Denial. You, no, I, I mean, think I'm thinking of something else. You're thinking of grief. Yeah you're, you're, yeah, you're thinking of getting him back, you know? The second step is you've got him back. I mean, That's, there's two steps, I think. Uh think the process is complete. Not going to lie, Logan, if you fuck me out of $20 million, I don't know what public statement you're going to have to release for me to be like, yeah, we're cool again. I'll go work for this guy. I don't know. I mean, but, but you, you went and got 26. So like, it's fine. So really, <laughs> so really, no, so really he earned you six more million dollars. You earned me money by fucking me. I mean, 20 versus 26. You do the math. Stats don't lie. True. Um, advanced analytics. 26 That's minus right. 20 advanced equals analytics. 6. Wow. I mean, you're but, right. Can't argue with that. <laughs> hey, that's a math for you. It's hard to argue with advanced analytics. Mostly because you never <laughs> understand them, but this one you do understand. Oh, yeah. I got that. That's clear. You don't have to we break need that to, down any further. We need to create our own advanced analytic hot take-a-meter or something. I mean, I'm all about the advanced analytics. Um, yeah, I me know too. At least four operations: addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Oh, I learned a new one um, the other day. It's you take total points scored divided by games played, and then, then you rank them like that, and that will give you the best players in the league. Really? Yeah, I I've decided to call it points per game. That <laughs> sounds like a revolutionary stat right there. I'm not even lying. You got me. I, was like, <laughs> I wonder if that's been done before. <laughs> Points per game, new metric. We'll see. We'll see if it catches. But okay, so if the if the if the Sixers are so good, why are they like sub 500 then? Oh, I like, don't why think do they're. You, see, like, why do you believe in them if you if they're sub 500? I don't believe in them. I disbelieve in Al Horford. So any team with a big man that plays the Celtics. I'm going to pick them to beat. If Detroit is the eight seed, I'm picking them to beat the Celtics. Detroit in six. I think Kyrie switches a, flips a switch in the playoffs, and he'll get them through. But Drummond will destroy Al Horford in the Ooh, meanwhile. But. Dude, Drummond is on a tear right I hope one of you guys have him on your fantasy team. Can't say I do. I doubt. My fantasy team has been demolished. You know that man in the in like the past like seven games is averaging twenty like twenty two rebounds a game. <laughs> yeah, it's some ridiculous shit. I think the Blake Griffin thing made them good. Like when I first see it, I'm thinking, okay, you know, Blake Drummond, eh, nothing to see there. But then you watch them play; they're actually better. They're a legitimate team now. Stan Van is doing his thing, so we'll see. Yeah, but when Reggie Jackson comes back, he's gonna mess it all up. Yeah, Just Reggie wait and Jackson see. has not been good since Game Six against the Grizzlies. Why would you bring yeah. that up? I just wanted to see your reaction. Man, there's no reason to rub salt in a wound. I mean, I'm just saying 
that game, he was dynamic, and it got him paid. You can't say it didn't. So. Speaking speaking of uh, Reggie Jackson, which means speaking of the Thunder, how about this? Does regular season matter? The Thunder have beaten the Warriors by like 41 points this season. Matter as far as what? Matter as far as picking the Thunder to beat the Warriors in the playoffs? No. But I do think they've proven it'll be a competitive series. Like, if you'd asked me at the beginning of the year, Thunder Warriors, what you got to tell the Warriors in four, now I could see it maybe stretching six. See, I can see it stretching seven and the Warriors stealing it. I mean, not the Warriors, the Thunder stealing it. Oh, no. You think they would win a game seven in Golden State? That's where they fucked up last time with Kevin Durant. With Kevin Durant. But, okay, so hear me out. So you had... You have Gatorade commercial himself. You know, you can always count on a game winner from Paul George. Um, but so, Delicious. like... Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, I thought about it when I was watching that game yesterday. Obviously, Golden State is favored. But, I mean, the Thunder essentially replaced Kevin Durant with Paul George, which isn't as much of a downgrade as they could have done. And they now have Carmelo Anthony to just get baskets when he wants. That's not how um, it works anymore, Logan. I also think that's a humongous downgrade. <laughs> yeah. Paul George Paul George and to Durant? Yeah, now yeah. that Durant plays defense, it is not close. Oh dude, Paul George's defense is better than Durant's. I'm yeah, just... but it's marginal and offensively it's not marginal. Like they they're on a different level. Offensive o- no, see offensively just like player to player. I, let's say it's like uh, let's say on a scale of ten, Durant is ten. I'm gonna put Paul George at a seven or an eight. No, yeah, mm. you're right about Paul George being a seven or eight. Durant is not on the same scale. That's what I'm telling you. Durant, yeah, Durant's offense is not Paul George. <laughs> Durant is historically great at offense. He is a top five scorer ever. Paul George is Paul George. So. Yeah, I I just feel like you guys are underrating Paul George a little bit. Like, look at the look at the two games they played against. Paul George ups his like uh, his offensive output. Paul George has a he has a slick offensive game. He's never been the best scorer on his team. Lance Stevenson was the best in Indiana. Jesus. Westbrook oh, is the best in OKC. I mean, you're kidding me. Just look at the uh, advanced you, analytics. You're, so Have I should seen look at the PPG Logan. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just about to reference that PPG. Lance Stevenson was not better than Paul George. Can't believe it. I already got an acronym, dude. All right, Logan. I'm looking at the stat sheet. So Paul George, one of the best games of the season, 11 of 23, 38 points. Kevin Durant took 14 shots and scored 33 points. <laughs> I mean, don't so... get me wrong. Kevin Durant is definitely better. All I'm saying is, if you're gonna lose an MVP. Paul George is about as good of a replacement as you're going to find. I mean, yeah, but it's not enough. That's the thing. See, like, no, 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 no. like your original no, no. question was, does it matter? And I'm saying it matters in the sense of competitiveness. doesn't matter in the sense that they can beat Golden State. They just don't have enough. Yes, but see, but you have to think of the matchup. So it's like Paul George can D up Kevin Durant. Paul George has the length. Paul George has the defensive for, like gumption. He he is able to defend the wings of Golden State, and and the Thunder are uniquely equipped. Stephen Adam abuses the the Warriors, and he is one of their greatest weaknesses. He was one of the reasons that they were up three one in that series. It wasn't just Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, and so when you replace like, in my opinion, is that if you replace somebody who's Paul George to Kevin Durant. That difference in offensive output is made up by the impact that Steven Adams makes on the court. I think that Steven Adams has been the most undervalued 
like player in that matchup and i believe he's going to abuse the warriors in the playoffs if they match up and it's it's i think he gives them the chance to win you gotta also remember dude golden state is not trying this is not prime golden state what they did to cleveland in the finals last year that was the first time they've tried in five games all year and it was the five that mattered I'll have to see Paul George guard Durant in the playoffs before I say Paul George can guard Durant because I don't think he can do it. Nobody you don't think can. so? Oh, Nobody obviously can you can. You can slow you can slow Durant down. Also, I'm I. I, don't, I, I mean, you can. Tony Allen's the only person I've seen do it consistently, but I don't think Paul George can do it. Logan, in the playoffs, this man Durant, they Memphis beat Oklahoma City. Because Durant is so ridiculous, Tony Allen held him to 30 points on 50% shooting, and it was sub-Durant performance in the playoffs. Oklahoma City loses. If Durant scores, let's just say let's just say Paul George is Tony Allen. If Durant scores 30 points on 50%, they're going to lose. Because Steph I'm just Curry saying, is also going to give you another 30. So you guys, you guys are underestimating Stephen Adams' impact in the playoffs. No, I mean, Steven Adams can dominate that series and the Thunder still lose. That's the thing. When you are playing the Warriors, it's not that you have to do everything right. You have to do everything right every game, and they have to literally do everything wrong. No, so listen. So Steven Adams dominates that series, okay? What does that do? That 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 uh, makes Draymond Green have to match up against him, which he can't. Steven Adams just makes Draymond look like the player that he is. Then what Paul George and uh, Westbrook together, what that does, that essentially oftentimes forces Steph to switch on Westbrook, which gets him into foul trouble, which, um, you know, and then makes Steph have to guard Westbrook and expend more energy on the defensive end. And Steph can't do that. He's, he's improved as a defender, but he can't guard Westbrook, you know? And so they can't just stick Clay Thompson on him. They can't stick Durant on him because then you have Melo over there who's gonna who's going to score on Curry if they put him on Curry. So it's just matchup wise, I find the Thunder to be one of the most intriguing teams in the West. Yes, they are one of the most intriguing teams in the West. I'll agree with you on that. What makes the Thunder great is the fact that Russell Russell can give you a solid. 45, 10, and 10 any given night, right? And he can do that, and Paul George can follow him up with 27 to 30. And that's fine. You know, that's great. You will beat most teams that way. Golden State's a different animal because in the playoffs, things just click, and offensively, they're unstoppable. They're playing this sloppy turnover field offense, and they had 20-something turnovers against the Thunder the other night. That is not happening in the playoffs. The game will slow down, and when you slow down in a half-court set, Oklahoma City gets significantly worse. Golden State gets better. It's the way it is because Golden State runs offense. Oklahoma City runs pick and rolls all game. So it's going to be hard to maintain that level of offensive efficiency when the game slows. But pick and rolls. I also don't believe in Melo in the playoffs. I'll have to. He's he's an ISO scorer, and I don't see that style prospering in the playoffs, and it hasn't before. He's got to do it to Draymond, too. That's who they have holding Melo is Draymond, so it's going to be tough sledding. I mean, ISO players have definitely succeeded in the playoffs. I mean, LeBron does it. Jordan did it. Like, uh, Kobe did it. I mean... Kobe? Did you drop Kobe's name and Melo? I dropped him as an ISO scorer. (laughs) Kobe Bryant, not the same. (laughs) Him and Melo. See, you're doing this again where you're putting the basketball legends on on the same earth as mere mortals. Also, him and Shaq and him and Powell had a mean pick and roll. I don't know. That's like, true. 
Well, also, was... yeah, so yeah, so back to that. Like, Luke, you were hating on this pick and roll. Like, well, some of the greatest like minds in the bas- like basketball and like some of the greatest coaches, they want to have as many pick and rolls as possible because it makes the defense make decisions, and that's the good thing that you need to do. That's what you want to do. You want to keep making them make decisions. Part of what has limited Oklahoma City for the past 10 years is that is the one play, whether it was Scott Brooks calling it, whether it's Billy Donovan calling it, that's all you're calling. There are no more Kevin Durant down screens to come off of. So literally you have Westbrook dribbling at the top of the key. Either Paul George is going to flash and we're going to try to get uh, a small switch for Paul George, or you're going to bring Steven Adams and try to switch Draymond onto Westbrook, which can work. But I'm telling you that in the playoffs, it has been proven to not because we tried it last year with the Steven Adams-Westbrook spam. And Westbrook had 45-10-10, and 10, and we lost. Keep in yeah, mind, but keep the him- pick and roll makes the defense make decisions, except when the Warriors put the death line up, they switch everything, and there's no decisions to be made. That's true. But so they switch everything, but that's where Steven Adams comes back into place. They can't switch it as well as Steven Adams is your center. I mean, they're going to. They're going to they're wind going up having to. Kevin Durant down there with Steven Adams. And Kevin Durant is now nowhere close to a defensive liability. He is great. So. Oh, man. Steven Adams will abuse Durant. Durant would abuse Steven Adams worse, though. It's Okay, no, no. But here's the thing. Like, Is that really abuse if he would do that to anyone? Think about it that way. Like, Still abuse. If, no, if I'll if beat you anybody and then I beat money, it's gonna, <laughs> I, mean, I abused him. Yeah, but this is the way I think about it. It's just like, so Kevin Durant, if he's going to beat you, like the way that they always say to guard great players is you just got to make it difficult for him or you got to body him up, you know? It's just, man, I wouldn't, would you want to get hit by Steven Adams for 48 minutes? Let's put it that way. Would you want to guard Kevin Durant for 48 minutes? I wouldn't want to guard Kevin Durant for two seconds. (laughs) It's just, it's a difficult thing to match up with. That on the fact on top of the fact that Westbrook also cannot guard Steph Curry. Like, everybody's always on the Steph Curry can't hold Westbrook. That's true. That is completely true. He cannot. And Clay can't either. He just, Westbrook proved it the other day. But Westbrook literally has no chance. He looks so lost when the Warriors are running him through screens. Steph has three open threes at least a game from Westbrook just falling asleep on defense. So, without okay. Robinson in there to chase Westbrook around, or to chase Curry around, excuse me, I don't think, I don't okay. think it's possible. Insert a red alert right here, because Luke just said that he wanted Roberson on the floor. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, defensively, it has to happen, because Westbrook literally is incapable but, of staying But, attached. okay, Westbrook, he, his, his defense does improve slightly in the playoffs when he has someone to take the offensive burden from him a little. I think the argument that, the, your overall argument that a great big man will break the death lineup has been tried before many yeah. times and has failed every single time. Wait, and when 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 is it tried and failed? The Grizzlies. The Grizzlies tried, tried to do it. The Pelicans tried to do it. It does not happen. Okay. Just... Okay. Yes, but it's like so. Okay, when the Grizzlies tried, the Grizzlies nearly succeeded, didn't they? Not, but then but Conley they... had a broken face. Green re-injured his face, and like to to make that work, you have to have a big man who will be aggressive. And you need to have complementary wings. You need to have no scoring liability. Like, you also need the other wing elements, which the Thunder just have. You know? So so the Thunder have Golden State's weakness as well as their the, the way to match up with them relatively well in the perimeter. The Grizzlies did almost do it 
and I I think that if Conley was healthy and Tony Allen was healthy, it would have went seven and could have swung either way. But I... They also when, didn't have Kevin Durant. Yeah, they didn't have Kevin Durant, and they weren't putting uh, Bogut on Tony Allen yet, which kind of... That's true. Yeah, that, that's when the series yeah. got a bit... <laughs> got out of hand. And but the Thunder if, had the same issue. Yeah, but, so. yeah, But it's like... But, I mean, what has the Grizzlies' problem always been? Why was it so big a deal to lose Conley? Because they, they couldn't hit threes. The Thunder can definitely hit threes. Like, keep it keep that in mind. Okay. And they're, yep. they're, they're a top-five defensive team in the league, at least last time I checked. They may not be anymore. I'm oh, not sure. Oh, we have not played defense in a solid two months. Okay. But they can. The Thunder the are Warriors able to... will out-three. Yeah, the Warriors will out-three anyone. But see, that's why that's why I'm about the Thunder. So a lot of people will pick the Rockets to beat the, the Rockets Warriors. Are not very good. Well, yeah, but they'll they'll say that they're their biggest competition, and I just don't think you can out Warrior the Warriors. So that's why I I tend to lean to the Thunder. I think the only way to beat the beat the Warriors is to have very strong perimeter defenders with length and a strong interior presence. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying you're going to be favored, but I'm saying that gives you your best chance. I think the best way to beat the Warriors is probably stack a team with like LeBron, Westbrook, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or maybe like a Kawhi Leonard. Then we can have the talk. No, 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 no. We can I talk think you once do it... have to out-warrior the Warriors, actually. And really? I don't think the Rockets... See, the Rockets play Capella in their best lineup, which you can't do when the Warriors are playing their death lineup. And you definitely See, I, can't play Ryan Anderson at the four or at the five just because he can't guard anyone. Yeah, that's true. That's so. the same problem the Thunder had when Cancer was on the team. You put a dude like that on the floor, the Warriors will literally abuse it every time. Yeah, I mean they are the like probably the greatest assembled basketball team of all time. So like they're they're definitely the high majority. I'm just proposing the team that has the best chance. That's fair. I can see. I, I do think the Thunder have the best chance. I'll agree with you on that because I don't believe in their Rockets. <laughs> How many wins do you give the Thunder out of 100? I'll give them, <laughs> I'll give them 35. Well, that's hot. Like 13, but that's more than I'd give anyone else unless Kawhi many, comes back great. Remind us, how many did you give the Rockets the other week? Max I one. gave him <laughs> Max. One out of 100. <laughs> If the if Kawhi comes back, which I still haven't heard any news about, but if he does come back, I, I'll give the Spurs a solid 25-30. I think they can win a seven-game series. I don't see it. Yeah, okay, but speaking of playoffs, I just got to go back to this. The Raptors are the real deal this Please year. Stop. They are the real deal. Oh, why did you come back? I feel like you know you weren't going to change your mind. No, 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 because I need to address Luke's hatred of the, the Raptors right now. My like, hatred is of Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka? You just hate him because... Oh, he uh, doesn't deserve he... a Blocka anymore. Yeah, he now <laughs> averages only one Blocka game, so... It's not like point six. <laughs> He's yeah, like a big-ass black Mike Miller now. He just want to stand <laughs> around and shoot three. It's wasteful. But... I don't know. Like, I think the the Raptors and the Cavs are the, the two big players in the East. But imagine this for a lengthy team. Imagine uh, Giannis, LeBron, and Ben Simmons on a team together. That'd be pretty freaky. Who's I the think point guard? Be like the Bucks, but everyone's actually good. 
Do do you think LeBron will stay with the Cavs after this year, after the moves they made? I think he will now. Logan, what the I don't hell? think he will, but apparently the Cavs think he will, so Logan, maybe maybe they know something. You think done. Rodney Hood is enough? And Kyle, I mean, they got younger. Like I think that's important. Who cares? They're going to get swept in the finals. Yeah, but they're going to get swept the next year, too, no matter where LeBron goes. That's not no necessarily matter- true. I don't know. I think it's better for his legacy to stay with Cleveland, and he knows that. No, it is better to beat the best team we've ever seen assembled. See, that's where I disagree with you. If he goes to, like, Houston, Oklahoma City, um, some people are saying Philly. I don't see that. Paul but, George you know, and uh, LeBron are uniting in L.A.? That That's still a so. quick four game. <laughs> Paul George ain't going to L.A., dude. I don't know, man. Yep. They cleared space for... They didn't clear... They still have space for two max... No, they cl- they cleared sp- they cleared space to fail at free agency again. I mean, I'm, they did fail in the past, but my bets are always on LA landing a star. But uh, it take a few years of striking out for it to change that. Yeah, I think they the thing about the Lakers is all right. Now that you've moved Clarkson, you've moved Larry Nance, you have Julius Randle who's really good. Lonzo, we don't know what he is. He could be great. I don't know yet. Could be terrible. We don't know yet. <laughs> then you have Kentucky Caldwell Pope, and they're, then, they're, his contract is ending. That's great because he's not very good. And then oh, KCP what? man, you you are you're underrating KCP. No, I'm not. I've seen the Lakers play so much. He I think he's good. I think he's worth a few million. He's not worth uh, he's what is he getting? Twenty two, sixteen. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Hell no. Come on, I give him three. Dude, if he is your starting shooting guard, it's not a good thing. It's just not. <laughs> I don't know. He's worth like a $12 million contract. Because <laughs> Lou Williams just got eight. Yeah. I mean, I think he's. I think he might be more valuable. No, you don't. You don't think that. Uh... <laughs> you don't. No one thinks that. Kentucky Caldwell Pope doesn't even think that. Okay, why do you call him Kentucky Caldwell Pope? I thought that was his name. Contavious. Same difference, Logan. <laughs> like a Sheldon Mac, Shelvin Mac type thing. He is so ah, relevant okay. that his name holds no weight Can't to Can't believe those are two players. <laughs> You're still fascinated <laughs> by the fact that it's two. But yeah, I don't think the Lakers are in position to sign shit. I mean, they're just not very good at all. And they don't have their draft pick this year. It resides in Boston, so. Okay. If, With all the all, other ones. All, yeah, all draft picks reside in Boston. Yeah, that's true. Like, God, fuck Boston. <laughs> fuck Ainge. Fuck them all. I hate Ainge. <laughs> I have no problem with the C's. Good business. Shady yeah. business, but good, smart business, I should say. Not good. Smart. The C's. Yeah, definitely not good. <laughs> I don't know. I, Man, I don't know. I just don't like them. I do think it's funny, though, that in, like, uh, a year and 15 games, Isaiah ends up from the Celtics to the Lakers. That's crazy. He went from east, midwest, all the way out west. What's next for Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. Does he have a family? Because they are packing again. He has two kids and a wife. <laughs> the meme of uh, Isaiah Thomas on the phone in the car is one of the funniest. I don't know where they got that picture from. All I know is, is they're up. I've wondered that too. <laughs> the one today, they were just like... Hey, Danny, I got them to trade me to L.A. I'm coming back to Boston soon. (laughs) 
Yeah, I've seen so many Isaiah memes today. So it's, it's a good format. I like. I don't know where they got it, but I like what they've done with the I meme. saw one that was like, "Should I blame Lonzo or blame Julius?" <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to get a doctor's note from Lonzo when he walks in, though. You know, to confirm. Yeah, he's gonna go. What the fuck is wrong with this Lonzo team meeting? That's a real everybody. <laughs> but you guys got any more thoughts for the NBA trade deadline? Nah. Nothing that everyone else won't say. That's about it. Hmm. Any disappointments for players that weren't traded, like Jor- DeAndre Jordan or anything? It's so disappointing. It was the Cavs saved it. Otherwise, it would have been so disappointing. Kemba didn't move. Tyreek didn't move. DeAndre didn't move. John Wall didn't move. Lou Riot. Oh. Yeah, it was... the, yeah. It's like no teams moved except the entire Cleveland roster. Yeah, basically, Cleveland saved it. Thank you, uh, Cleveland. But...